Monday morning. It's JM and the AM on this December 1st, the ninth day in the month of Kislev. Miriam Manella is uh, with us live via telephone. She is author of the brand new book entitled The Parent Child Dance, a guide to help you understand and shape your child's behavior. Miriam Manella, welcome to JM and the AM. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, Miriam is director of the Thrive Occupational Therapy in Passaic, New Jersey, author of the brand new book. And um, because you're an occupational therapist, do you view things differently than other children's experts do? Uh, similar and differently. It's a great question that I get asked from a lot of my colleagues, especially psychologists and social workers. And there's overlap between the different experts. But my book portrays how using a combination of emotional strategies, uh, sensory integration strategies that many OTs use, and some reflex integration helps parents help their kids through difficult behaviors. So in cases where they may meet, where, where till now we might have thought they would need expertise or expert help, uh, brought by, I don't know, different types of therapists or other types of, uh, you know, experts on behavior, you're saying that the OTs out there could play a big role in this. Yes, most definitely. What's and a, what's that, a, what's a good example of that? Um, well, at my practice at Thrive OT, I use a holistic approach. So the parent child dance also uses the same integrated approach. So, for instance, if someone comes in, um, a girl who came in who can't wear her sweaters because the hair on her arms bother, bother her sweaters. So she may have gone for psych help because she doesn't want to be at a chagigo or she doesn't want to be near people. Um, but she came here. We worked on her sensory integration piece and the psychological piece that was still kind of stuck with her from grade school. And now she's doing very well. Because once you address that first, I guess, what we'd call the upfront problem or the real symptom, like you just described in this case with the sweater, then you're, if you do, if you deal with that properly, then you're able to change a lot of things that, I don't know, interact behind it. Is that how you'd put it? Yeah. So once you deal with the underlying issue, underlying, then yeah. any kind of emotional issue that comes out of it gets dealt with much easier. How common, and I guess maybe this sounds strange coming from somebody who's, you know, a father of kids, but how common are problems like that? I mean, uh, I hear about a lot of uh, youngsters out there who have sensory issues, I guess the different degrees. Do you see a lot of these types of situations? Yes, because there's such a wide variety. It goes anywhere from aggression and wildness, uh, being overly silly after movement, being withdrawn, sensitive, anxious, stressed. Ignoring parents when they call you tantrums, chutzpah, it's a huge gamut. And the question is, what are the underlying reasons under it? And in the book, I kind of take you by the hand and guide you step by step on how to identify and understand the reasons behind your child's behavior. Hmm. And then and then we've packed the book with activities, which I've proven to help the kids' behavioral issues that come up. And everything you just described can be symptomatic in any way. It could be any type of sensory issue or, I mean, it, it can manifest itself in, in a whole variety of manners. Right. So the sense, underlying sensory issue and developmental issue can manifest itself in, as a behavioral issue. Right. As if a child's trying to push our buttons, which that's not what kids want to do. They're not looking to displease us. They're not looking to make their parents unhappy. 
they're looking to please us. That's what kids, the way kids are made. And we might uh, be, be um, inclined to deal with it as a behavioral issue only. You would argue there may be uh, there may be something that an, an occupational therapist could do to actually alleviate the problem. Right. Exactly. The Parent-Child Dance, a guide to help you understand and shape your child's behavior. Miriam Manella is with us via telephone. Why do you call it a dance? Why do you call it a parent-child dance? When I think of relationships, a big part of the book and a big part of what I do here in the clinic is about relationships, about rebuilding or building relationships. And when I think about relationships, I think about a dance where one person acts one way and the other person kind of falls into place, like the tango. And when one person, when we choose to te- step out of that dance and begin to develop the relationship in a new way is when the dance changes and the relationship changes. Hmm. So life's all about adjustments, just like dancing's all about adjustments. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. you, you've gotten a lot of interesting um, uh, recommendations. Uh, people out there in the world of, uh, uh, in, in the world, I guess we'd say, uh, uh, of uh, psychological and behavioral um, um, uh, problems and uh, psychologies that have given you a lot of uh, nice positive words about this book. What about the parents themselves? Uh, how have they reacted to your work in this area? Uh, we worked very hard to make sure the book is very accessible to parents so they can jump right in and start to identify their children's behavior category and then use the activities in the book right away. And what's particularly rewarding is to hear that parents are finding that it's not only easy to read, but their child's behavior is improving, and they're enjoying what they're doing with their child, so your recom- their relationship. So your recommendations are not too difficult to implement? How would you say it? No. In fact, um, I got some emails that children who are 8, 9, 10 years old are reading the book themselves <laughs> and looking at all the drawings and the pictures and then doing them. Very good. All right. That's probably probably something you didn't expect when you first wrote it. No, I didn't. I meant it for parents, but I find it amusing. You know, there are topics topics that you address here that I think are, are, you know, easy for us to figure out what they deal with. For instance, you, you speak about a chapter on the squeaky wheel. You talk about the stressed child. But then you have a princess and the pea child. What would that be? So maybe I, should I describe all four categories? Yeah, please people more uh, of an insight into it. Yes, so the sir. first category I describe is the child on the edge. And this child is super intense, uh, very overreactive, wild, very typically bright, sensitive to criticism, and he drains you of energy. You'll know right away if you have one of these kids. Um, so there was a teenager I was treating who you can feel as you're talking to her, the energy kind of oozing out of her by the speed at which she spoke and the energy that she used while she was speaking. And I gave her actually two activities from the book, one called Balloon Blowing and another called Rock and Reach. And within a week, her voice was lower and she was talking much slower. <laughs> so that's the first um, type of child. Right. And next is the Princess and the Pea, which you mentioned. And if you have a Princess and the Pea child, you'll know because he or she is so, so sensitive to smells and types of touch and even voices or the crying of a baby. And um, this is the kind of little boy who gags from smelling yogurt from someone else eating hummus in the room or cheese. And then there's the heat-seeking missile is the third category, and this is a very common behavior type. This child needs constant movement, so he's not sensitive to things that you and I would cry about or groan about, like somersaulting into a marble fireplace and then doing it again. And then the fourth category is the squeaky wheel, 
and these kids are always talking, and it's to the exclusion of allowing others to talk. Oh, so not necessarily complaining, like I would say squeaky wheel is, no. but someone who just can't stop talking. Right. Interesting. And sometimes these children also mouth non-edible objects, like stitches or a yarmulke or right. the color of their polo shirt. I thought every kid does that. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> that's my le- that's my level of expertise. <laughs> On the heat-seeking missile, uh, uh, often a kid like that gets into dangerous situations uh, unintentionally, right? Yes, safety is usually an issue. I can only imagine. Yeah. Uh, and you have exercises that could even uh, uh, make a kid alert about those safety issues and get them to calm down when it comes to uh, seeking out adventurous types of activities. Well, there are two types of activities, I would say, for the heat-seeking heat missile. Some are preemptive, some that you would do any time during the week, not while he's acting like a heat-seeking missile, necessarily. Maybe when he wakes up, maybe right before bedtime or sometime in between when he's calmer. And then there are activities to do while he's in that wild state. Right. Unbelievable. You have some amazing recommendations in this book. I'll tell you that much. It's called The Parent-Child Dance, a guide to help you understand and shape your child's behavior. Miriam Manella leads the uh, Thrive Occupational Therapy in Passaic, New Jersey. She's author of this groundbreaking parenting book certainly gives everybody a different perspective than what we're used to when it comes to behavioral issues with children anybody out there who's uh, uh, either on the occupational therapy end of being an occupational therapist or somebody out there who has uh, children who uh, either have or might be able to take advantage of occupational therapy will find this fascinating um information how do people uh, speak with you directly either email phone number how do they get in touch with miriam manella so they can reach me at otthrive.com, or uh, my direct email is miriam, M-I-R-I-A-M, at otthrive.com. The book um, is available for twelve ninety five at Eichler's in Bar Park, Eichler's in Flatbush, Z. Berman in Passaic, and, of course, amazon.com. There you go. And I really do hope that parents get the book and then send me their feedback. There you go. The Parent-Child Dance otthrive.com otthrive.com for information Miriam Manella, thanks so much for joining us this morning thank you, have a great day Monday morning, it's JM in the AM